Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode number 197, entitled Multiple Domains, One WordPress Install, You Need Landing Kit. It was published on Thursday the 17th of September 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley and the usual housekeeping just before we begin, if you wouldn't mind going over to wpbuilds.com, that's our website where we keep all of our WordPress content and we produce quite a lot of WordPress content each week. You're listening to the Thursday podcast and on a Monday we produce the WP Builds weekly WordPress news. It's about half an hour of me telling you what I think is important in the WordPress world from the previous seven days. 2pm UK time every Monday we have the WP Builds live version of that news where we go through it but with some notable WordPress guests. You can join us at wpbuilds.com forward slash live for that or wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook which is our Facebook group and we post it there as well and you are welcome to join in with the comments. It's very nice when people do wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe is the way that you can keep in touch with us. Join that Facebook group, join our email newsletter list and also join a list where we'll tell you if we hear about WordPress deals. And on that page, you can subscribe to us on your favourite podcast player. wpbuilds.com forward slash jobs if you would like to insert a job into the news that we put out on a Monday. I will do that and it's completely free. And wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise if you would like to have your product or service put in front of a WordPress-specific audience, a bit like these guys. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by the Page Builder Summit. Do you use a page builder to create your WordPress sites? Or perhaps you're curious about what they can do. Whether it's Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, Breezy, Oxygen, or any other of the page builders, the Page Builder Summit will have something for you. It's running from the 5th to the 9th of October, and you can check out the amazing speaker list and get your free place at summit.camp, which is a URL, summit.camp. And A-B split test. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress block editor. Check it out at absplittest.com. Okie dokie. As I said, lots of content coming your way this week. You can check that out. But more importantly, what's going on this week? Well, today I speak with Jason Schuller about his fabulous plugin called WP Landing Kit. Now, this is just something that I think ought to have been around for ages. It's got a really specific use case, and I feel it's really going to be useful to internet marketers. The idea is that rather than have multiple domains for your one-page landing page sites, you put them all into one WordPress install, which is easy to maintain and update, and then you point the DNS at the plugin, and the plugin deals with serving up those pages. So if you go to example.com, it will point to your landing page on your WordPress website, and if you point to example2.com, it will point to a different page, and so it makes it easy to create templates, keep things updated, and so on. Really ingenious idea. Love the plugin from a, a very respectable WordPress developer, and you can find out about it right now. I hope that you enjoy it. 
Hello, thank you for getting to the interview part of the podcast. Today I'm joined from Seattle, I've just learned, Jason Schuller. Have I pronounced that right, Jason? Schuller, yes. Schuller. You got it pretty much on the nose. Okay, yep. near enough. Um, Jason, actually, in my WordPress journey, Jason goes back a long, long way. Because when I was first dabbling with CMSs, I was really torn between Drupal and WordPress. And for a little bit of time, I played with WordPress and actually used one of uh, Jason's premium themes. He had a he had a theme shop called Press Seventy Five, and I purchased one of those and then played with that for a little bit of time. Then went to Drupal, came back to to WordPress. So, Jason, you are largely responsible for the fact that I now use WordPress. Oh, man, you're you're putting the pressure on me. There. <laughs> I do remember because. I went down that same path of, of, you know, playing around with Drupal and getting into that whole scene of themes. And it was just way too complex for me. So yeah. that's what led me to, to WordPress. Yeah, it's a good it's a it's a lot easier on WordPress to do that kind of thing, let's say. Um, so what is your journey with WordPress? Have you been using it? I mean, obviously, you've been using it for longer than I have because you've been having products that I bought. But how long ago did you begin? <laughs> have you sort of stepped in, stepped out, stepped in again? How does it work? Yeah, I mean, I was working for uh, the Boeing company here in Seattle. <clears throat> it's kind of where I taught myself web design and development. And honestly, I was just looking for a solution to help them manage their internal website infrastructure because it was all managed by static HTML. And that's kind of what led me down in 2007, the path of Drupal and Joomla and, and then WordPress and trying to figure out how I could solve that problem of of managing an internal network of websites um, and save them a little money. And I came up with this huge presentation for them and, and they loved it. And I'm like, well, I could literally save you guys millions of dollars a year. Wow. <laughs> you know, if I were to put this on uh, you know, a network install and create a theme for you because all their internal websites look the same. And they were like, it's cool, but um, it's open source software, which they were not into at the time. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of my cue to really just think about leaving the company and going off on my own. Cause I saw so much potential in what WordPress was doing. And I loved what the community was about at that time. And, and that's kind of when I branched off on my own and just started experimenting with themes and plugins. Um, which led to a premium WordPress theme business in 2008. Um, ran that all the way through 2014, got a little bit burnt out, sold the business, um, went to work for uh, Plasso with Drew Wilson. Awesome little startup, which eventually sold the GoDaddy. And that brings me back to WordPress as I started experimenting and uh, wanting to kind of maybe jump into the plugin space and, and carve out a few ideas and yeah. see what the you know the ecosystem is like these days and what i've found it's stronger than ever so yeah it really is it's growing at a, a heck of a rate it feels to me like it's just the sort of dominant platform for the next period of time so that's why i've kind of saddled my horse to this particular cart for such a long period of time and uh, yeah uh, so we're, we're on today we're going to talk about a a plugin that you've had out for um, um just a matter of weeks now um, it's called, well, it's called WP Landing Kit. And as you'd imagine, the .com is WPLandingKit.com. Uh, there's no spaces or hyphens or anything like that. So maybe during the course of this podcast, if anything that you say, that we say is confusing, 
just pause, go and have a look at that page. It's basically all presented on three or four pages and you can see everything it does. And it does one particular thing really well. Now, before we start, that's I, I applaud you for that. Bravo. One thing well is my ideal plugin. I love those kind of plugins, so that's great. But what is the point uh, of WP Landing Kit? What's its sort of raison d'etre? Why does it exist? What's it, what's it trying to fix? <laughs> it was kind of a mistake plugin, to be honest. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have this little SaaS startup that I built using WordPress called Leaflets. And yep. what Leaflets was about is just just to see if I could build a landing page generator using WordPress, but not have users actually see WordPress. Um, and so I created all these little templates, uh, page templates for WordPress and created this really nice front end that allows you to generate a page um, and actually edit the page and publish the page without ever seeing WordPress. Um, and it was just like a one-off publish of 25 bucks uh, with no recurring fees. But in order to accomplish that, I needed a way to hook those pages up to custom domains because anybody who publishes a website, they're gonna wanna hook it up to a custom domain. I didn't wanna use multi-site because it was just way too complex for what I wanted to accomplish. Um, and that's kind of what led to the idea of landing kit. Um, what if, I don't know, what if um, other WordPress users out there would want that functionality for their singular WordPress installs? And so it just kind of led to a tweet. I created this functionality, it exists, not in the form of a plugin, but in way of functionality that I created for this other SaaS. Um, but would you be interested in, in the form of a plugin? And the response was overwhelmingly yes. And that's kind of what led the landing kit. So it's actually part of the, so the code and the functionality and most of the gobbins of it is actually built into leaflets, which, as you say, is your sort of SaaS product. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that. That would have been a that would have been a useful thing to, for me to have said at the top. But um, the the functionality is in there and you just stripped it out, wrapped it up in a plugin, And, and yeah. here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's not, it wasn't quite as simple as no, that. No, forgive me. I knew, yeah. <laughs> I knew I wanted to, like, I had never built a premium WordPress plugin before, and I knew I wanted to do it right. Um, being a maker myself, I, you know, I'll design and make anything however I can, but I really wanted this to be something uh, that was done right from the start. And that's why I reached out to the Twitter world again and asked if there were any. Uh, existing developers out there who are in that space who wanted to kind of partner with me and take the idea of that functionality and build it into a premium plugin the, the right way. And that's that's what led me to Phil Kurth, um, uh, an Australian-based fella who mm -hmm. is running his own uh, plugin business, Hook Turn. And he reached out immediately and said, this is an awesome idea. I want to build it with you. And and so he kind of took the premise of how I built that in and actually wrapped it up into the plugin. And that's how I ended up with the plugin. Okay. That's, that, I, I, yeah, that's really nice that you've got like a, somebody helping you right from the get go. I think that's brilliant. The, um, yeah. the purpose of it though, I am going to try and I'm going to fail. So I'll, I'll do my, <laughs> I'll do my 15 second introduction sure. to the plugin and then you, you rip it to pieces as I blatantly get it wrong. So the, the principle is that you, you own a bunch of domains but you don't want to install WordPress onto those domains because your single purpose is to have a, a page 
per domain. So let's say, for example, you've got myfabulousproduct.com, myfabulousproduct2.com. Now, you could put a WordPress install on both of those domains, and you've got the overhead of maintaining it, looking after it, setting it all up, and so on. Wouldn't it be better if you could just map those domains on a DNS level to a, 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 a unique WordPress, which will never be seen by the real world. Um, so you map myfabulousproduct.com over to a page or a post or a custom post type on this other domain. That, I think, is what it is. Correct. I mean, it really was just kind of beating the overhead of a multi-site install, especially for this type of content and page. Um, there are a lot of marketing type folks out there who just want these singular pages to funnel people down a certain path. And they are really simplistic sites. I mean, for the most part, single page websites and multi-site by far is way too complex for something like that. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It's, it's a lot of overhead. Um, and that's what we really do solve with landing kit because let's be honest you could redirect your domain to a single page on a primary domain but that doesn't really solve the problem if you really want to get specific for what you're trying to market in way of product or or newsletter or service that only requires that single page. Yeah, and and just to be clear, that that is the premise here. We are mapping a domain to a single page. This isn't like pages and subpages right. and different sites. That's the job of, oh well, a completely unique installer WordPress or a multi-site or something. So it's literally something .com or .dot whatever over to right. a single post or page. Yeah, I mean, we've had a requirement since launching, and I didn't see this coming, but we have had a requirement to be compatible with child pages just for the sake of if I did have that singular product and I did want like a confirmation page, let's say like a thank you page or a certain type of funnel sub page after the call to action has been executed, um, there is that you know rare need for a child page to be supported under that domain. Um, so we are working on an update that will allow you to use child pages as well under any map domain and page. Well, that was that was a question I had for later. So that's interesting. So on a roadmap is the ability to put a modest number of pages, presumably like some right. kind of conversion or page that you reach after successfully filling out a form or what have you. Um, that that's coming. That's that's on the roadmap. Nice. Yeah, and you know the the line we have to draw in the sand is you know where do you stop before you're just recreating multi-site, right? Right, so that's, right. That's something we don't want to delve into. And there have been quite a few feature requests um, that kind of delve into that nature. And it's like, okay, we just need to cut it off at this point you know, because otherwise you're just needing a multi-site install. Yeah, so. yeah, that's really interesting. I actually posted about this into our Facebook group a couple of weeks ago, and I said how interesting I thought it was. And that, that was the immediate thing. Well, what you know, we're, the technical WordPress users can probably, with a click of a few buttons and a few lines of uh, command line, get a WordPress install going. But that's not the typical user that you're after, I suspect. You're after somebody who just wants something nice and straightforward, really easy. They've got their site over here. They've got their DNS or registrar over there, and the two just combine to make it easy. And, um, and of course, the, the audience for this, I suppose, is, is people who are building websites, you know, maybe not so much landing pages. But there is a whole broad selection of people using WordPress who are right. simply using it for that purpose. One page, that's all it's useful for. 
Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of friends in the industry who are those type of people who, I mean, they're launching something new, what seems like every other day, and they're usually spooling up a new install of WordPress for each thing. And it's taxing from a hosting standpoint, it's taxing from a management standpoint, it just gets cluttery after a while, and hard to maintain. And and those were the folks who reached out to me immediately and said, this is something that's needed because this is something I'm doing on a on a monthly basis. Uh, and if I could just maintain that primary domain and launch my subsites uh, using a singular WordPress install, hook up domains, it's it's a lifesaver for them. So. Yeah, yeah. And the, the process is ridiculously trivially easy. It takes a matter of, well, I suspect once you've got your, once you've done it once, I reckon you could probably achieve all of this in well under a minute. Um, right. But the the process kind of goes uh, well. Maybe if I again, if I try, and you can correct me, you um, you you have install the plugin, uh, activate the plugin, and then there's a requirement to say what domain you are going to be mapping to it. So myfabulousproduct.com. You type that into a field. You've got some additional options saying how do you want this to be connected. You know HTTP, HTTPS. Um, and then you click go. And from the WordPress site point of view, that's done. Then you head over to your DNS. And I believe you set up on an A record. I think that's right. Just pointing to the, the IP address of the domain that that's on. And from that moment on, it should just work. Yeah, I mean, those are the few little requirements. You do need a static IP for your primary host domain, wherever WordPress is, is installed so that you can create those A records. Because otherwise, WordPress isn't going to know, you know that this is a domain coming in and and what to do with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's really easy peasy after that point. Once you have your static domain, once you have WordPress installed, you create a few pages, you want to map domains to those pages. Uh, once you give it that first go, it's it should be easy, really easy to do after that first domain. So is your recommendation then that you purchase presumably a, a unique domain in order to have this plugin on it? Because from from all account, I could be wrong about this. It might be that it, it exposes itself in some way, but I believe you can turn that off, and we'll get onto that with SEO and all that in a minute. But sure. this domain could literally literally be just a string of utter random characters. You can just <laughs> hit the keyboard randomly for like twenty seconds. XYP four nine two three dot com would be fine. It would work because it's never exposed on the public internet. Would that is that true, or is there a, is there a reason why you would still no, want a good landing page uh, sorry purchase a domain for the plugin that makes some kind of sense yeah you you do need to purchase domains for for the plugin you can't just enter a random string of you know characters and then a com for it to work it it um it would recognize that that domain is not real and that it would not be able to connect to the page so phil phil has put in a lot of checks and balances in in that way so that you can't just uh, enter a random domain. Um, and we're actually going to extend that functionality quite a bit so that there are uh, green green lights and red lights. So we want to know if that domain is actually properly connected to your IP address. So if your DNS records are created, um, you're going to get a green light on that domain and that it's successfully connected and mapped to that page. I think <laughs> I did a bad job of explaining that question uh, because what I was thinking was the domain onto which you install the plugin, 
the oh, WP okay. landing kit plugin. That could be just a completely random. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry. That's what I try. <laughs> sorry, I really explained that sure. badly. So the the the, pl- the 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 domain that you purchase in order to install the plugin in it, the one if you like, where you're going to create all of your landing pages that you're going to point sure. all of your other domains to, that's never really seen by the world, and that could just be any old junk. It doesn't need it to be a be. yeah yeah. It could be. I think for the most part, that's not what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's from what I've seen. I mean, for the most part, people have their primary domain, which is either their personal brand or their business brand that they're running most of their, uh, marketing through. So like for me, maybe it would be, even though jasonschuler.com doesn't uh, exist yet, but for me, maybe it would be jasonschuler.com. I'm writing, I'm blogging, um, I'm talking about everything I'm doing, but maybe I have this concept for um, a newsletter that I want to push out. I want that to be under a different domain. That's what I would use landing kit for. I could just create a page, um, use a page template to, to um, basically create a landing page for that newsletter. And then I would map maybe my cool news, newsletter.com to that page. And that way I don't have to create a, a new instance of WordPress. It's under my primary uh, you know, WordPress installation for jasonschuler.com and, and I'm good to go. Yeah. So I haven't seen yet anybody using it in way of, I just need a junk WordPress install to um, actually manage all these sites. I haven't come across that quite yet. There you go. Uh, That's the, my unique yeah. brain working there. In, yeah. in terms of, so one of the things that I, I, I know that you've taken care of, but again, I'm sure that people are thinking, oh, hang on a minute, sure. what about this? Is the is the notion that there might be some sort of duplicate content. What I mean by that is there's a there's a page on jasonshuller.com, which is where you've housed the plugin um, forward slash my fabulous product. And also there's my fabulous product.com. It's getting quite technical. Um, and they're the same. So does yeah. the plugin sort of, um, I don't know, use some sort of redirect and say, actually, this is the canonical one over here or? Yeah, I mean, so we, we're kind of leaving that in way of option up to you. So they okay. obviously probably will not want to have duplicate content, but we didn't want to assume that you wanted to redirect that initial post, right? But we leave the option in there. If you want to create that redirect so there is no duplicate content, we have that in place for any map page slash domain. So that if you if you want to remove that duplicate duplicate content, just check the box that says, I want to redirect this initial post to the actually the actual map domain, you can do that. Or if you leave it unchecked, you'll have two instances of that content, which like you said, there there might be an issue with that. But again, we didn't want to assume that that's mm. how people wanted to use it. So we left it as an option to check or uncheck. Okay. Yeah, great. And um, is there any sort of limitation? I know that in the in the pricing model, which we'll get to later, this this may crop up. But are there any, any limit, limitations should you buy, let's say, the, the, the premium version, the more expensive version for the amount of times you can do this? So are there kind of like uh, it stops at 100 domains, it won't work after that or 500? <laughs> or whatever yeah we we haven't limited the number of domains you can map we've limited the number of installs you can use it with so Mm -hmm. like with your basic license we basically said you can install this on on uh, three instances um, and you can map infinity domains under those three instances Uh, for the developer package we've just kind of unlocked all of that um, there's also, you know, this plan of getting into templates and potentially even Gutenberg blocks. And so we've limited that basic license to, let's say, oh, you can 
choose three templates out of all these templates that we plan on making. And for the dev pack, we're just saying access to all. Okay, so. yeah, we'll, we'll come to that in a minute, but that's great, thank you. So what yeah. is it we're able to to map it to? Now, the obvious ones are gonna be, uh, okay, I've made a post, I want that to be uh, where myfabulousdomain.com goes, or a post, or a page, anything beyond that? Can you, for example, use a custom post type? Yeah, you can use any singular instance of a post, a page, or any other custom post type. Mm -hmm. um, we really want to extend it to custom post types, although I think for the majority, people are probably going to be using this with pages. But I realize that people are probably organizing uh, via custom post type too, right? You know, let's say you have a, a WooCommerce install and you've, you have this specific custom post type for your products and maybe one of those products you want to hook up to a custom domain with a different type of template. So we really wanted to extend that in way of custom post types too, so that it's compatible with those types of plugins and page builders and, and whatever else you might want to do in combination of Gutenberg or anything else. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And you mentioned that on the roadmap, you've got this um, idea of templates in the future. What are sure. you meaning by that? Um, is, are you going to sort of like pre-design pages that you can just sort of drop in to make life even easier? Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been creating landing pages since, I don't know, since I sold my WordPress theme business in 2014, I really wanted to go down that path of creating really simplistic solutions that solve specific problems. Um, and that kind of led me down creating landing pages and, and having all the functionality bundled into that landing page that solves that specific problem. So example, like if you wanted to sell a book, maybe you just need a singular page for that with maybe some, uh, you know, an intro about the book, a book image, ways of purchasing that book, and maybe some, I don't know, reviews or feedback uh, from readers on the book. Um, so those are the kind of templates I want to do, like solving really niche specific problems all in one package. So that if you are interested in, in launching um, like a single page book website, you could do it right off the bat without having to think about Gutenberg and how am I going to organize this or organize that. There might be some folks out there who might just want to out-of-box solution. So. And, and is the intention then that there will be some kind of interface with imagery and thumbnails of what these will yeah. look like and you kind of click a button and it updates rather like a, I don't know, the way you might use a modern page builder. You, you click and uh, templates in imported and then you can start to interact with it and modify yeah. it and change the text around and whatnot. Yeah, and we're, we're releasing these templates in way of add-ons. So they're essentially little plugins that you would activate. So if you had... Uh, like Elementor installed as your as your primary theme, for example, this would not interfere with that. You can use it in addition to that. Um, we wanted to make sure that, you know, you probably have a theme that you love and use for your primary domain. So these, when you activate them, they are activated in way of page template. And so if you were to go to create a page, that page template would then be available for you to use and configure separately from your uh, primary theme and, and domain. Um, we didn't want to bloat down the plugin either, which is also the reason we're, we're talking about releasing these as add-ons instead of bundled with the plugin. So that um, that would be in the developer package. We'll, again, we'll come to the pricing at the end, but you've got, you've got like the, the simple split 
pricing, you've got the standard package, and you've got the developer package, but the roadmap um, includes those templates in the, in the developer version. Okay, yep. that's good to know. And what about, um, you mentioned Gutenberg and blocks, and I'm trying to think how this might work with blocks. So I'm, I'm just going to say, what, what, is, what does that mean? Tell, tell us what you're thinking with blocks. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it kind of extends down that road of how these templates are coming together. I've, I've already got five or six templates um, made in way of design and functionality. It's a matter of how they've all come together. So maybe somebody doesn't want that out-of-box solution um, in way of template that's not completely customizable. So I'm trying to maybe compartmentalize aspects of those templates down to blocks that you could use with, with any theme and organize however you want. So um, just little nippets of functionality that you could use to build landing pages out of box. I don't want to, here's, here's the other fine line of what I don't want to cross. I don't want to, um, I don't want to create another page builder. That's, that's the thing I don't want to get into. Yeah. I was wondering if it was going to yeah. end up like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a whole that's a whole different business, right? I don't want to get into that business, but I do see a realm where there are uh, blocks we create that solve a specific problem, um, not entirely in the realm of template, but in the realm of a piece of something that you could use with your existing theme. So that's kind of the idea behind blocks. Okay. And I haven't, we haven't fully circled round to figuring out what that looks like yet. We're going to focus on templates first. Okay. Um, you mentioned page builders. I'm guessing because of the nature of the way this works that there's there's literally no restriction on any kind of theme, any kind of page builder, because that seems to be the direction of travel, doesn't it? Page builders right. are in the ascendancy. That seems to be the modern yeah. way of doing things for a lot of people. Um, there's no restrictions there. Basically, if it exists as a page or a post or anything else for that matter, um, you can link to it as a, as a sort of WP landing kit, a destination domain. Yeah, it's um, that's where it's really become extremely powerful. I didn't realize that so many people, um, having just jumped back into this WordPress ecosystem, were still relying on page builders. I would have figured Gutenberg would have crushed them all, but um, it's just not the case. I mean, there's so many folks out there using things like Elementor, or Beaver Builder, or any of the other ones that are existing out there that have a strong and loyal customer base. And so what we've done is reached out to a lot of those folks and and um, we've done our due diligence in making sure that everything works properly and, and that landing kit won't interfere at all with whatever you're using in way of page builder. There's a lot of um, the, that, those page builders are incredibly popular and they they bring a lot of the kind of the, the design elements, shall we say, of landing pages uh, out of the box. You know, you, right. you kind of install the Elementor uh, plugin or Beaver Builder or Breezy or whatever it is that you want to use, and and there's there's whole page layouts and templates and what have you. And very often, landing pages is one of them. You know, including all the forms that need to be filled in and the redirects and uh, you know the the integrations with uh, CRMs and autoresponders and all that. It's all just built in. So it seems like a like a marriage made in heaven. It's literally click a button. And if your intention is simply to launch a book and you're really not that bothered about finessing the design, you just want something quick, that seems like a match made in heaven, really. Yeah, and it, it really was kind of a coincidence. So I'm not a Facebook user at all. I, I can't stand Facebook. I haven't used it in years. But one of my first customers reached out to me and she was like, hey, you know, there's there are these essentially um, SaaS 
Facebook groups out here that are heavily WordPress centric in way of page builders and what they're doing with those page builders and landing kit has come up in those groups. So now I'm in that, in that Facebook ecosystem oh, of dear. groups <laughs> and managing these threads of hundreds of comments of questions about landing kit. And, and to be honest, like the majority of our custom base has come from those um, groups so far. It's, it's really interesting to see, but there's such a community out there for these type of people who are using these page builders that do exactly what you just said. Mm. And um, yeah, we've really kind of tapped into that these past several weeks and and kind of leverage those groups to to our advantage and and helping them do what they really want to do with with landing kit if if like me you're kind of like a, a guy that has clients and you build websites and usually those websites are multiple pages it's, it's very rare that i build a landing page which, which is the sole purpose of the domain that like in other words the whole domain is consumed by uh, just this one page or maybe a couple of pages do you, do you think this has a, a sort of purpose in my arsenal is this something you would uh, you would still advise me to get you know especially with like pricing let's get on to that now are you are you sort of offering a, a, a price which is likely to go up into the future or is it likely to stay like this um, in the foreseeable future yeah I um, right now I think we have a really a really solid price point in way of what landing kit does for you um, the functionality contained and also assuming the roadmap that we Phil and I have kind of developed together over these past several weeks. I think this price point of 59, 159, and we just launched a limited time lifetime package for 259 um, <clears throat> that we're going to cap. Uh, we're we're kind of using that lifetime package as a way to fund future development for this plugin so that okay. we can put a little bit more time into it. Um, and we're going to cap it at a, at a hundred licenses. Okay. It's kind of our thought process there. Let's use it to fund uh, development and time. Because like you, I, I do do freelance work um, and what led me down, this is a tool for me because I do create a lot of singular landing pages for clients um, in way of coming soon pages. And um, and so that's it's something that I would use myself and those are really the best things to build, right? When you're going to build a yeah. premium product, yeah. you would use yourself. So. Well, that's really interesting though. So just to be clear, you've got the, 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 the sticking around forever um, licenses. At the moment, we've got standard at 59, uh, developer at 159. And the difference is you get unlimited activations on the developer as opposed to three um, on the standard. And you also get when they arrive, you get the ability to use every single template. It says all templates okay. coming soon. Or if you go for the $59 uh, license, then you're looking at one template. That's per annum, $59 US dollars. And maybe, who knows, maybe by the time this podcast comes out, which we always record them a, a a little bit in advance maybe there's an opportunity to uh, to still grab a kind of lifetime deal but it, it may be that yeah. that's gone it's being it's helping fund the the project yeah um again phil phil and i this is kind of like this was a test like it was a side project let's see if we can make something of this it's something we're both very interested in something we want to build out but in order for us to put more than part-time into it we need a little bit of funding up front. And so far, so good. I mean, things have been looking really well. Um, there seems to be a lot of interest. There's definitely a lot in way of feature that we want to build and support and 
things that people are talking about. So that's that's kind of the reasoning behind that lifetime deal is, uh, you know, it's a good way to fund future development. Yeah, this, yeah this absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Did um, We didn't get on to support. One of the key things our audience is constantly talking about, you know, is that, oh, the support's gone dead or whatever. Um, <laughs> what are the support mechanisms that you've got? Are you email? Have you got like chat or, you know, and how long? Two-day turnaround, one-day turnaround? How, how are you trying to manage that? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I've been, Phil and I have been managing fairly well. Um, there hasn't been a ton of support, to be honest. It's mostly pre-purchase questions. Mm-hmm. There have been a few hosts um, in way of how they manage additional domains that Landing Kit hasn't worked with. But I've reached out to those hosts and um, maintaining active conversations to see if they would be interested in extending their functionality and how they how their add-on domains work. But for the most part, Landing Kit has worked with the majority of hosts um, and WordPress hosts uh, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in way of support, we're using fresh decks for all these tickets. Um, if it's dev related, I hand it off to Phil. If it's pre-purchase or or just simple question related, I take care of it. And it's usually one day turnaround. Oh, cool. right that, yeah, that's great. Any technical things that came up along the way, apart from the host that you, you sort of didn't anticipate? Were there any kind of roadblocks that you thought this will be this will be fairly easy to implement? And then suddenly, oh, hang on, think about that. <laughs> Honestly, it's 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 interesting. The, the hosting aspect of things is really where we've uh, run into the to the most um, the biggest issue. Like there there are so many different stacks of what people use in way of hosting with with WordPress and. Um, I had assumed that most people are just using a WordPress centric type of host. Um, and we've tested against most of those hosts and most of them work, but some people are using a really strange stack of <laughs> tools, whether it be DigitalOcean mixed with this, mixed with that, mixed with that. And those th- those little things are causing some problems, but we're working through them. Um, the other thing, again, that people requested right off the bat was the ability to use child pages uh, for child pages to be compatible. Uh, with landing kit so you you map a domain to a page and then you want mydomain.com to be compatible with whatever child pages you add under that page and so that's that's the big one that has come up over and over and over again that we want to address sooner than later you 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 are planning to implement that and i suppose at some point the question gets raised like you alluded to earlier at what point does it become well this is just a multi-site now um so (laughs) have you got any kind of insights into where you're going to go with i mean you know i mean yeah i mean uh people have asked for um support in way of categories and tags and things like that too and i think that's jumping into the realm of um I think that's jumping more into the realm of multi-site, right? Yeah. Where, okay, you want taxonomy now under <laughs> a map domain under a singular WordPress install. I think that's that's just multi-site at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, and so I get the child page thing. It makes sense to me. Of course, you might want to funnel a customer down a certain path or, 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 you know, at the very least, if somebody submits a form of some kind, display a thank you page or a confirmation page. So that, that type of thing makes sense complete and total sense to me or maybe you have like a privacy policy page that you need to serve up with your single page website um so those little things yeah make sense but when you're starting to get into taxonomy and that type of thing to me that's that's multi-site yeah 
because the the user interface that I've seen on the video, incidentally, you should go to wplandingkit.com and watch Jason's video. It's about four and a half minutes, something like that. But it it, it manages to explain in a very short space of time absolutely everything that it currently does. Um, and the 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 domains page, the, the basically that where you interact with the plugin is just a list, a, a flat list of of domains. And of course, if you suddenly start to introduce sub pages and child pages and all of this kind of stuff, the, you've got to rethink that whole UI. Where, 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 where do they even go? Where do you put them all? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and right now it's really simplistic because you can manage those domains, whether you're editing a page, you can hook up to hook it up to a domain there, or you can go to the domains page and hook them up there. And so right now it's really simplistic and easy to use. And we want to maintain that as yeah. we kind of dive into new features. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're, you're bullish about this. You, you believe like you, you've sort of, I don't know if struck gold is the right phrase, but this is something which you are confident about. You've got enough interest to keep it going. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always wanted to release a plugin and I've never really had the right idea, mm. you know, and this was just kind of a whim kind of thing. It was functionality that I was using for a project of my own. And again, it was just that tweet. You know, would you be would this would the WordPress community be interested in this? And it was an overwhelming yes. And that's what made me realize it was one of those things that I should probably go after. Yeah, but, nice. Um, the, the other right decision there was finding finding a, a plugin developer, you know, not that I couldn't have built it myself. I could have. But I wanted somebody that fully understood <laughs> the admin experience and who could make a native feeling uh, native feeling functionality within that admin because I didn't want to uh, diversify from the WordPress admin and take you away from that experience yeah. as much as maybe I, I don't drive with it. I mean, the WordPress admin is not the most beautiful thing, but I think people are used to it and I wanted to, I wanted this to feel cohesive. Um, so that's why I wanted to find a developer who just was in that world already. Um, so that was perfect. Good. Yeah, thank you. Um, just before we end, we've kind of used up a, a fairly decent amount of time. I'm going to ask, if, is there any place that you, you know, a Twitter handle, a, a different URL, some other project that you want to mention? Basically, the floor is yours. You can use it how you wish. Sure. I mean, you can you can find me in everything I'm working on. Um, and this is another project of mine. It's called Disco, D-S-K-O and slash Jason, um, and you'll find my profile and everything I'm working on there. And you can create your own profiles and, and link other profiles to things you're working on. It's another little fun app I build um, using WordPress. Um, so you can have a look at that and and know that it's built on WordPress. And you, if you were coming in and didn't know WordPress, you wouldn't even know. So it's just kind of fun. It's a fun little project to see and, and what you can actually do with WordPress. Um, I'll bet loads of people will misspell JSON. Um, uh, J-S-O, no, J-A-S-O-N. J-A-S-O-N. Sure. Yeah, not yeah. JSON. Um, that's fabulous. Thank you for talking to us. Uh, what I'm going to say is just before we leave, wplandingkit.com forward slash pricing is the, the place where you can purchase this. Strip off the pricing at the end just to find out about what all the features are and what have you. Uh, a fabulous simple to use one purpose plugin um, and I'm you know I'm I'm bullish about it I think it's a great idea especially for marketers and people building single landing pages who just want to strip out the burden of maintaining a multi-site or just installing WordPress over and over again so congratulations and thanks for joining Thank us today appreciate it
Well, I hope that you enjoyed that and I hope that you learned something. That plugin, I can see it having so many uses, particularly for people who just want to set up a website quickly, buy a domain and then move on perhaps very quickly to a different product or service. Very easy to point your domains at one WordPress install and have things managed in one easy to update place. Such a great idea. Thanks, Jason, for speaking to us this week. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you by the Page Builder Summit. Do you use a page builder to create your WordPress sites? Or perhaps you're curious about what they can do. Whether it's Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, Breezy, Oxygen, or any other page builder, the Page Builder Summit, it'll have something for you. It's running from the 5th to the 9th of October, and you can check out the amazing speaker list and get your place for free at summit.camp. And AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Test in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress Block Editor. You can check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay, that's all I've got for you for the podcast this week. But don't forget, join us Monday, 7am. I'll release the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. 2pm for the WP Builds live version of that news. Join us, wpbuilds.com forward slash live or forward slash Facebook if you're in our Facebook group, which I hope that you are. And we may be chatting to Sabrina Zidane on Tuesday. We may have some other things. Go to wpbuilds.com to find out more. Have a good week cheesy music about to fade in and my goodness is it cheesy this week bye bye for now